Welcome to the inaugural episode of Betting for Beginners. I am your host, Nicholas Hobbs. To my right, I also have co-host, Preston Atkins. Preston, how are you today? I'm fantastic, Nicholas. How are you? I'm great. Great to hear it. Logan Howard, the third person party of our committee, unfortunately not with us today. In future episodes, will be with us. So we're bringing you a new live content podcast that already has a lot of buzz, a lot of stuff, but it's called Betting for Beginners. Find us on Twitter at BeginnersBet. What our main goal to do is to bring you content if you do not understand betting. So much sports legalized gambling is happening right now, but no one is really going to explain that to you. They're just going to give you lines, give you bets, so on and so forth, but no one's explaining to you what those things mean, what you should or shouldn't bet, and anything that way. Now, Preston and I will both tell you, we're going to tell you who we like every week. We're not telling you to empty your bank account and bet on that. That's just our opinion. You know, if we can shoot for 60-plus percent, to be correct, that's a good better. But we're never going to charge you for our content. We're just going to give you raw data that we like, and we're going to hope to entertain you and help you understand the landscape of betting. So I have to my right, like I said, Preston Atkins here, who is not a gambler, not a sports better. So he is going to play the role of the people, you, who do not know how to gamble. So the first thing that I'd like to get into in this first segment, and you're always going to be able to find this segment to refer to, it's called betting the spread. So many times on ESPN, Preston, when you're turning into Sports Center, you see New England at the New York Jets. And you see New England minus three and a half. What do you think that means? New England should win by more than three and a half points. He's correct. So say Preston has $100 burning a hole in his pocket. And he wants to put the money down on New England. Well, if he's betting the spread and he bets New England minus three and a half, New England must win the game by four points or more for Preston to win his money. So... Preston, your question would be, well, what happens if the Jets win the game or they lose by 3-2 or 1? What do you think happens then? If you bet on the Patriots, you lose your money. You're correct. He's 100% right, folks. It's that cut and dry. I know the spreads seem very difficult, but they're actually very easy. Now, another part of where the spreads come in, you're never really putting a flat $100. You can put $100 down, but they have what's called the juice or it's Patriots, maybe minus 110. So if you want to win $100, math tells you you have to put $110 down to win 100 That's what we call the juice that the bookies are always making their percentage on. And so now that we're going to go to the drawing board a little bit with these spreads, Preston, what happens if the Jets are at New England, but New England's minus 14? What does that mean? Not sure. So what that means is, it's, it's really simple, just means minus 14. So the Patriots actually have to win the game by 15 points or more to cover the line. So what happens if the Patriots only win by 14? That is what we call a push bet. Preston, do you know what a push bet would be? No, I don't. It's all right. That's why we're here, Preston, to give you the knowledge. A push bet means you don't win, you don't lose, you break even. So you, you put 110 down to win 100, you get your 110 back. So anytime you see a spread with a half point in it, that means someone's going to win or lose. But if it's a whole number, 
then there can be a push at any time. So what happens in basketball? Let's switch a little bit to basketball. Basketball gets a little crazy with free throws at the end. Let's say Duke's playing Kentucky. Go Duke. Go Cats. Whatever. Well, that'll be another argument later in the season. Uh, Duke is the three-point favorite, right? So if they're a three-point favorite, Preston, what would their line read? Minus three. That's correct. So if they're a three-point favorite, they're minus three. So Preston over here, he's diehard for John Calipari, and he, he takes the Cats plus three. Well, there's one second left, and Duke fouls Kentucky. Duke's up four. So you know how you hear people, you know, you've seen the videos, everything else, your, your crazy uncle uh, John throwing his you know remote through the TV. Well, if, what happens if Kentucky makes both of those free throws? How many points do they lose by? Two. Well, I mean, why would I be mad? Duke still won, right? You lost money if you bet on Duke. But you would lose money because the spread was three, and they didn't cover. So what would happen then? You know, Duke's up four. They just make – Kentucky just makes one of the two free throws. Then I assume that would be a push. You're correct, and John is still pissed off because he went from winning to not winning or losing. So a lot of the times, spreads can really come down – to the final seconds. You can have a blowout in a football game where New England is minus 14, for example, and they're up 28 points, but they may allow two garbage TDs. If that happens, you're pushing. You stopped watching the game two hours ago because lock it up, you're going to go buy yourself something fancy from your winnings. Ah, wrong. Any other questions, Preston, that you would think would maybe help you under this, understand the spread a little bit more? No, I think I got that. That's about all I got, but I'm good there. So a push, I guess I'll ask you this. Is there any way – a push is a push, right? If it's no win, even number, then you're you're just not winning, not losing, get your money back, that's it? No win or no loser, you don't even lose the juice. Okay. So if you put up 110, you're going to get that 110 back. Okay, gotcha. Any other questions? No, I'm good there.